Welcome to the 30 Pause Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Clark. On this podcast, myself and a few guests along the way are here to help you navigate what it's really like riding the roller coaster of emotions through that third decade of life. We're here to laugh at ourselves, live our truth, to inform, be fabulous, darlings. So thank you for joining and hop on the roller coaster of emotions and be sure to hold on to your nipples because we're about to enter 30 Pause. <laughs> Hey, welcome to another episode of 30 Paws. I have so much to share and I'm excited to be back. The shards is ready. My face feels like sandpaper. We'll get into that later. Um, First, I want to thank everyone for just showing me constant love. Um, The merch is coming, okay? The goal is to have it out by like the end of the month. So that's the goal. Let's hope we stay on track. Um, I got these super dope holographic stickers that I think this the the this is it. This is it. Um, well, for now, anyways, these are kind of limited a dish, but they're pretty dope, and they're gonna look great on your water bottle. They're gonna look amazing on your um laptops or wherever you want to put this fab holographic sticker. And you're welcome. I'm getting buttons made too, so I just finalized the proofs on that today. So other things, other things, other things. I may not be here, you know, every week, but I promise you, I am working on the expansion and the growth of Thirty Paws. That is my absolute goal all the time. I think about it all day, every goddamn day. Um. So that's where I'm at. If I'm not actually in your ears, the creations are still occurring, my friends. So um, I just actually looked at my, um, my wallpaper on my laptop. And it's a Shakespeare quote that, you know, I love being a theater, a theater major. Um, I absolutely just fell in love with Shakespeare. Once I finally understood what the hell that guy was saying, you know, and I just loved his work so much. And he has some quotables, if you haven't realized and or noticed. But this one really stuck out to me. And it has been resonating with me and my tribe so, so much lately. And it's one of my favorites. And it's expectation is the root of all heartache. You want to be happy? Screw expectations of everything, of everybody, um, and just go with, with you. And when you are pleasantly surprised, when you have people go out of their way to help you, when you have those moments where you think you're all alone and then you realize shortly after you're not, those, those moments are incredible. And I've learned that a lot, especially through 30 Paws, is maintaining zero expectations of anybody, of anyone at any time. 
because I'm the one that goes to bed with myself every single night and I wake up with myself every single night. And I remembered learning how I was creating these these false expectations of what this person should be doing for me in a really selfish and unhealthy selfish way and consistently getting my heart just like ripped the F open, you know, I just wanted, I just wanted you to do that one thing. And because I didn't say I wanted you to do it, I expected you to think that you would do it for me. And then you didn't. And then I'm drowning in my own sorrows, all because I expected something out of someone who wasn't capable of giving me what I wanted and or needed at that time, or what I thought I wanted or needed at that time. So just kind of keep that in the forefront of your mind. I mean, expectation truly is the root of all heartache. We are out here and we need community and we need our people, but we are out here living and making sure we're being our best selves, or I hope you are, because that's the whole effing point um, <laughs> of 30 pods. And so I want to really make reiterate the fact that, you know, we do need our tribe. We do need our people. We do need community. We need connection. Humans cannot go without connection and survive. But we also need to be solid and create high expectations for ourselves and follow through on that. And I think when we start creating expectations of ourselves and we follow through and we reap the rewards... It's just makes it even better when someone who whom you didn't expect anything from goes out of their way and, and does something, you know, out of the kindness of, of their heart. And so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I um, that has been that has been my my wallpaper on my laptop for for quite some time. Absolutely. Uh, if you didn't know now you know this past uh weekend i was in tampa i had not been to tampa florida since the day i moved december 19 19 20 2019 december 19th 2019 that's when i moved um now i went back july of 2020 but i really wasn't in tampa like that I we really primarily stayed at some bougie ass hotel in Clearwater the Biltmore if you're ever in Clearwater um and you have the means please go stay at um in Bel Air at the Biltmore oh my god that hotel was divine and we just got it mad cheap because it was July of 2020 and you know Florida is always just going to be Florida and so everything was open and flights just started opening, and I had some serious, like, cabin fever, and I needed to get the hell out of my mom's basement at the time, so yeah, I went to Florida, I went to Florida, but that was the last time I was in Florida, it was July 2020, um, I should say that was the last time I, you know, was in the Tampa Bay area, so it's been a while, and, um, it was, I had the best time, let me tell you, I have such amazing group of, of, of friends. I mean, my friends really are 
like family to me. And I think when you get older, you realize that, you know, your family's always going to be your family. But you, when you're older and when you're in your late 20s and in your 30s and you're discovering, like, family is what you make it, right? Because we're not always going to be super close or have this, you know, hunky-dory relationship with, with our family members, with our blood members, you know? And so for me, being away from my family at such a young age, at 18, and not coming back again until I was like 32, um, 33, it, I, really, I really created my own family, my own version of, of how I see people whom I want to call family. And my friends truly are my family. We are writers. We stick together. I mean, I have long-lasting 10-plus-year relationships with my friends. And so it was just really amazing to be back. Shout out to my friend Suzanne, who was the host with the most. Um, your house is adorable. And um, she just, she's just great. She's good people. She's solid. She's loyal. And we had a great time. We went out on her boat. And it was an absolute beautiful day on the water on that Saturday. Um, I went and got uh, my my rings put back in. So I have I've had this nose ring for like five years. Well, like last winter ish, um, I was taking a sweater off and the ring just like stretched and it went with my sweater. When I tell you the pain, mm, the pain, it was intense. So I didn't have anything go ring-wise in my nose, stud, hoop, whatever, forever because I was just like, that hurt way too bad. Let me give, you know, my nose hole a rest. My nose ring hole a rest. Um, so I did that, and um, we went to Bloom. So if you're ever in the Tampa area and you need a solid, um, like, piercing boutique, Bloom is one of them. It's so great. Phenomenal customer service. Not sponsored or anything. Just, you know me. I always like to tell y'all what's really good, even when if it's not officially the what's really good segment. And um, we went to Bloom, and I got a beautiful um, um, stunt uh, ring in my tragus. And um, I got a, a beautiful rose gold hoop in my nose. And so that was a maze. We had a great time there. And then we went and saw Wakanda. Wakanda Forever. Wow. Now that's what's really good. What's good? Really good. Let me tell you, these theaters were about dang near sold out. As expected. As expected. I am not a Marvel um DC heavy follower into um those those action movies those comic book type action movies but I did I have seen you know some of them I'm not like a complete you know person who's like totally against them they're not my first pick typically but that just kind of shows you where I'm at in the knowledge of DC and Marvel could I tell you the difference absolutely fucking not do I care absolutely fucking not but when I tell you Wakanda Forever was fantastic. It really, 
really was. And now, a lot of people are saying, I liked the first one better. Well, if... <sighs> Y'all, I... <laughs> yes, you can like the first one better. Sure, have that. But the reality of the situation is that your Black Panther is dead in real life. Rest in peace, Chadwick. So they have to create a new plot line surrounding his death. Like, you have to make it make sense. And these writers did exactly that. They made Wakanda into a female black woman. Like, hear me roar and watch me fight and outsmart you and all of the amazing um, things that these, these writers put into this film. And to me, it's like, we really can't compare the first one to the second one. In my mind, you cannot. Because, obviously, we don't have Chadwick, you know? And there's, you know, obviously just going to be a very big difference with that. But to then put down the second film as if it just wasn't all that good. Was it not all that good? Or were you just upset it wasn't surrounded by a male lead? And you had two and three phenomenal female leads. That's my question. Because the feedback and the shit I'm seeing on the internet, that's the overall consensus I'm getting here. And again, I'm not a DC Marvel action movie type of gal, okay? Doesn't mean I don't go see them. But are we mad because it just the action just wasn't getting it for you? Or were you mad and you didn't really like it and you thought eh, it was okay because a male wasn't fighting? I don't know. I'm just saying, food for thought. Um... Everything in regards to the film, to me, was just A+. I mean, it just really was perfection. It was long. Um, but that's to be expected, I feel like. Especially, you know, for a movie like that. They had, I have to say, I have to give it up. This director, Sir Ryan, you, the silence and the, the choices that the, the sound designer, or I should say the score person, I don't know. I think, yeah, you call them sound designers. I mean, we do in the theater. Anyways, the sound designers and the director in that choice that they made when paying homage to Chadwick um, in the very beginning with the silence and kind of the the montage of, of just different stills and pictures of him got me. But when, you know, you got a little puke in the front row um, making burp and fart noises. Yeah, that took me completely out of it. God, I wish I could watch this movie from home. Sometimes I really hate the movie theater because I hate other people. <laughs> I can't stand the other people. Um, but when it happened again like that towards the end, your girl got verklempt. I don't know who wouldn't get verklempt. It was just, it was absolutely phenomenal. The actresses did amazing I got the same chills 
as I did with Woman King. I did a uh, movie, little movie review on that as well in a previous episode. Um, I got I got the same chills. I got hell yes. Look at these beautiful black women taking, you know, the reins, outsmarting um, everyone and showing them, yes, we are here. We're not going anywhere. We're going to continue to write um, and perform and have these roles for, you know, future black females. And I just thought it was great. Loved it. No complaints. 10 out of 10. Wakanda forever. So back to my um, trip back in, uh, in Tampa. So then the following day, honey, your girl was in the kitchen. The girl from Indiana had to make something corn based because Heller um, from Indiana and Ohio. I'm actually, if you didn't know, I'm actually originally from Ohio, but I grew up on the Indiana state line. So, fun fact, I could be two places at once. Uh, that's neither here nor there. So, I grew up, you know, in a very rural part in the Midwest of Ohio and Indiana. So, your girl brought the corn. I brought the corn to the party. Um, and then I also made these delish roasted mushrooms on a browned, with a brown butter sauce and thyme and, like, garlic galore. Ooh, honey. Delicious and nutritious. Um, and everybody else that just brought food and, um, you know, my friend Jackie's stepdad made this amazing turkey rub. That was some of the best turkey I ever had in my life. I don't know what the Dominicans do with that turkey, but I think everybody needs to do what the Dominicans do with the turkey. Cause wow, moist turkey's not actually good. Like it's not like a good meat I crave. Um, nor am I like, ooh, I can't wait for Thanksgiving for the turkey. I never got excited. But if I went to that Thanksgiving dinner and they made that turkey every time, I'd be excited for the turkey. I know that's right. Uh, my friend Susan's dad made an, a delicious ham. I mean, you name it. We had salads. We had uh, mac and cheese. We had, uh, you know, the mushrooms and the cornbread and the... We had it all. We had cocktails. We had, it was amazing. Okay. And we had a beautiful um, skyline view of downtown Tampa Bay and just seeing all of the growth and development since I was there, um, you know, in late 2019, early 2020. It was just actually really crazy to see all of the growth. So um, I will always have a piece of, of Tampa Bay. Um, in my heart, because I grew up there in a lot of ways, um, and I miss my friends. I really, really miss my friends, my family there, um, of course, um, but did I feel, I feel like, I was like, yeah, I miss my friends, I miss my family, but I don't feel like I'm missing out, and that gave me, like, great reassurance because I was afraid I was going to be like oh my god I'm I, what if I go and I'm just gonna be like fuck it I'm moving back you know what I mean and I and I didn't feel like I was missing out so much or missing anything to where I felt like I needed to go back I can always go back it's it's a flight away you know um but it really it really was just lovely to go and I need to go more often 
and just make it like you know short weekend trips and I didn't even get to see everybody I wanted to see unfortunately um I just you know really stuck with you know the people who I was with um this time but I if I didn't see you I will come back and I will see you because it's just it's important to me and and I can't wait to come back because like I said it'll always have a little piece of my heart um speaking of travels I will be going to El Salvador in a couple of months this is my birthday present to myself so my Capricorn my birthday is January 12th and you know my birthday um is in the dead of winter it is when no one wants to celebrate anymore it's shortly after Christmas it's like oh finally all the holidays are over and then boom it's my birthday I will never forget my birthday back when I moved back here so my birthday of January of 2020 I'll never forget that birthday it was the most depressing birthday of I think my my adult life um I think it's very fair it was it I think because it finally set in like it was permanent and solid that I lived back up here. I didn't have a job yet. I was living in my mom's basement. Um, I was pale, fat, and cold. <laughs> I just was all of those things. And then on top of that, it's just like I was used to corralling people to get together for my birthday. And I didn't have any people to corral. Or I didn't feel like I had people that I could corral or like celebrate with me. And so from then on, I just told myself, like, from if I'm still up here, um, I'm not going to be here for my birthdays. Like, it's just not happening. So the year after that, I went to, to Atlanta and hung out with my very good friend Brian. And we had a ball, honey. I love me the ATL. Love Atlanta. I, I think I'd move there in a heartbeat, but that traffic is horrendous. Um, but I don't know if that would really stop me from moving there. Atlanta was great. Um, honey, we did all the things. Um, we went shopping, we did this, that, and the other. We even did, um, we even did the Four Seasons, darling. Honey, I love a champagne event, you know, on my beer budget. Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, so we went to the Four Seasons. We had a wonderful time. The year after that, um, I was, was last year and I was supposed to go to New York, but unfortunately, um, my grandpa passed, uh, the day I was supposed to fly out. So, um, I didn't do much of anything last year, uh, because of that. And so this year, um, my plan is to go to El Salvador. Um, I had some girlfriends, um, have like a friend of a friend, put it all together and your girl's been saving. Um, and she just spent money on her ticket there thinking, oh yeah, I'll just easily find a ticket from like Fort Wayne or Indianapolis to Miami. Mm-hmm. Not as easy as I thought, given my time restrictions, the amount these tickets are just one way, just one way is like a little less than $400, just one way. I think I found a solution. I just have to solidify it, but that also recalls that it's going to make me get a rental car and girl, boy, all the things. It's just, I'll figure it out. It's definitely a first world problem by 
by any means, it's definitely a first world problem. So that's where I'm going. It's a wellness retreat. So we're going to be doing yoga in the morning, followed by sound bath meditations. On the beach, we're going hiking in the Mayan ruins. Um, I think they said there was like a coffee farm tour. Honey, I'm in it. I'm in it. I love to travel. If I don't travel about every other month or I don't have a little weekend or an extended weekend trip um, in the works, like, I truly get depressed. Like, I don't know how some people are just like, oh, I haven't gone on a vacation in 10 plus years. What? I need to. I need to discover. I need to be, like, traveling and doing things you know and I'm so excited for this this isn't gonna be like that typical you know like vacation just chilling on the beach the whole time like I want to do things I want to take tours and go to museums and go hiking and sit in a hot springs bath and get a massage and you know, meet new people and make new friends. Like, that's what pumps me the fuck up. It, like, ignites my soul and it makes me so much more aware, self-aware than I think I've ever really thought. I never knew travel was going to give me that gift. It gives me that gift. For me, it enlightens my heart and my mind. And I'm so excited for this trip. I'm going with my girlfriends, my aces, um, and we're going to have a great time. We're going to discover new things, and I'm just, I'm really, really, really excited. So like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, my face currently feels like sandpaper. But, you know, 30 Paws, I'm always dipping my toe in the fountain of youth. I'm always willing and ready to do a little boop boop and a little beep beep. Okay? And I have no shame in that. So the recent boop boop and beep beep I did was while I was down in Tampa, my friend Suzanne owns a Medispa, Skin Science, run, don't walk. Um, I've had some of the best facials and experiences and products and she literally her products alone the skin science beauty line that she has the serum and the vita c serum cured my cystic acne and i'm not kidding and this isn't because she's just my friend and blah 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 blah. it literally cured my cystic acne so when i was in my early i would say late 20s to early 30s other up until about like a year and a half ago i was getting horrible cystic acne hormonal right on my jawline it would creep down my neck a little bit it was awful and it was the first time I ever truly experienced acne um ever in my life I wasn't one of those kids that had it in middle school or anything like that it just hit me hard at the very beginning of 30 paws so thank god for that and and as I got to know Suzanne a bit more, she was just like, come to my Medispa. I'm going to, you know, show you this, that, and the other. And I was just starting to get more facials and understanding why my face was acting like this and, and whatever. And um, so I got the Opus Plasma Laser. 
and um, my face is to be expected <laughs> to feel like this for a few more days, um, but the healing is actually coming together really nicely, and the Opus Plasma is really just for, um, it's very much anti-aging, skin tightening, wrinkle reducing, um, you know, uh, hyperpigmentation, acne scars, so that's why she went kind of ham sandwich on my jawline and neck. I have this thing, I think we all kind of get in, you know, certain insecurities as we age and as we get older, but I really, really have this thing about my neck. Um, so fun fact, your neck doesn't um, produce oils as much as your face. So, you know, you always see like a woman who had like a facelift, but then like the degligee in the neck really kind of can tell you how her age or what have you. Like I, I don't have a neck. First of all, I have a short, thick neck. Okay. I don't have one of those beautiful long necks and a, you know, and a, and a jawline that could just cut a bitch. I wish I did. Honey, I wish I did. And I'm trying to get there, but I don't. Okay. And so she, um, she really did my neck because I have wrinkles. Even when I was a child, I had just certain like these, like, like lines and creases because I was just a kid with multiple chins I guess I don't know so even as a kid I would have um a lot of of like just wrinkles on my neck and and um I just as I've gotten older obviously they're a lot more defined um and it's just so annoying and so I just really wanted to her to to help me reduce that as much as possible and, um, you know, we did the Opus laser. I was on my period during this procedure. I do not recommend you do that if you are interested in any sort of like um, facial laser, anything, because you are hypersensitive. Um, we did put numbing cream on my face for about an hour before. But then, you know, my I wanted a snack. <laughs> and so I started eating a snack and forgetting I had numbing cream on my face and on my lips. And so it kind of went away around my lips. Um, and so, you know, it was it was uh, it wasn't the most comfortable. You know what it reminded me of? A tattoo. Do you have a tattoo or you know what it's like to get a tattoo? You're like, you got to you got to take your mind elsewhere when when shit really starts to hit the fan and when shit really starts to get painful. And so that's what I was doing. And thank God my girl Jackie was just holding my hand, reminding me to breathe. She was so sweet and so kind and so was Suzanne. And when it got a little too spicy and stuff, I just, you know, I had her stop and whatnot and just, you know, really just helped me through it. And so I'm just so excited to see these results. And you know, it's it's 30 paws. And I'm not a I'm very much like Dolly Parton, you know, if I have the means to to fix it or do it or be it, I'm gonna do it and I'm I'm gonna do so unapologetically, you know? Um and so I encourage you to do that as well if if that's something you're interested in and that's something that, you know, you would like to invest in in all the, you know, anti-aging um remedies and and things that are out there. I work also work in the aesthetics industry, so me looking like I have sandpaper face for the past few days 
hasn't been like the best thing for my confidence but at the same time I work in the aesthetics industry that's a part of my that is a part of my career that's that's, that is what I do now so this is also just something that I've just you know introduced our patients to and and they're like why is your face like that you know I don't mind like people you know asking me questions or where do you get Botox or how did it feel to put filler in your top lip it felt you know fine like filler didn't really bother me that much Botox doesn't bother me um I'm I have a pretty high tolerance to pain though too so I mean to each their own everybody is very different but you know I wanted to get filler so I got filler you know I wanted it for a long time I toyed with the idea for a long time and I finally got it like no regrets at all. Um, I wanted my top lip to be even with my bottom lip. I've always had a super full bottom lip, but my top lip was, was, it was asymmetrical and I wanted it to be more symmetrical. So boop, a syringe of wrestling lips in my top lip. And, you know, I'm very satisfied. My lips look natural. I don't think it's too much. Um, but I say to each their own, if you want a little boop, boop and a little beep, beep, Baby, you get a boop boop and you get the beep beep. Ain't no shame in that game. Okay? Okay. Can I give a shout out? Today I had serious TBT flashbacks. Um, The episode won't air on a Thursday, but today is technically Thursday. And let me just tell you, I, I, I have a TV on in our, in our workspace And a lot of times, it's a lot of trash reality TV. But I saw the challenge. And MTV is still producing the challenge. Like, I don't even know if they're still producing Road Rules or Real World. Because it used to be the Road Rules and Real World Challenge. Now, it's just the challenge. And that show is cutthroat. Those people are horrible to each other. Horrible. Mean. I can't actually imagine saying those things to people. And I'm like, hey, aren't y'all like in your late 30s, early 40s? Like, we can't be acting like this. Like, I cannot and will not, you will not find my me on TV bad-mouthing another woman for how she looks and all of this. I was like, what is happening? But... TBT, the show is still on. I uh, I got freaking sucked into it. I just couldn't believe people like CT and Wes. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, you don't. Um, but I just could not believe like people like CT and Wes and Paula and and John are literally still on the show. Like you're still y'all are. How much are y'all getting paid? That's what I want to know. Whip up these contracts, baby. I need to know the deets because if we're still doing the reality TV show that we did back in our 20s, good for you. Honestly, work and good for you. But if you want a good TBT moment, hit up MTV The Challenge. Now it's just called The Challenge. But I don't know about you, but for me, I wanted to be on the real world so bad. Mind you, I was a fat kid, so, like, a road rules challenge and being in a Winnebago, you know, for months on end was just not appealing to me. 
what was appealing to me was living in a cool house in a cool city and having a cool job that I really didn't have to focus on but still it was cool and being on the real world and I was just like I need to be on the real world like it's a must I have to it has to happen by the time I was old enough to actually audition for the real world it was just like not a thing anymore or maybe it was a thing but also I was really getting into acting and theater and I was like oh I can't do reality tv I'm just I am a classically trained actor um would I do reality tv now Maybe it would really have to depend on what it is because um, I am a private person, you know, like, yes, I tell you all, you know, about myself and I'm vulnerable here through this platform and through, you know, social media and things like that. But there are a lot of things you guys don't know and I choose to keep private. And it's so funny because I've always felt this way. Um ever since I would say like after really my first like big breakup in my 20s I just felt like my personal life and how I choose to move in my you know romantic and personal life there's just some things that is sacred to me and and you know my romantic partners and and having a life that is not so like public and out there is really important to me and so yeah you won't really see like um people I'm dating on my socials or anything like that it's just not who I am like to the core it's really funny because it's important that I've like build my foundation and kind of just move in silence and I actually reposted a really fantastic dolly um video clip and for the do it like dolly segment i just want to play this video clip because as a fellow capricorn myself i just really was i had no idea this interview was you know available let alone i had no idea that she said those things but it's just funny her and i we kind of move uh like that in the same way so for do it like dolly Listen to this. I would say, act like, like it's raining every like day and wear your red boots. Do it like Dolly would do. My mama told me when I was young, always keep something back for you. You can give what you've got to give, but don't give it all away. Always keep something for you. Mm-hmm. And so I've kept that thing for me i know how to be private i've known how to keep my husband private it's just a it's just natural to me you know to 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 protect the things and the people i love and to protect my own uh privacy because i am an open book as far as like talking to the people out there (laughs) and talking to you because i mean i've been around 76 years old and i've been in this business since i was 10. so everybody's going to always know how old i am every (laughs) birthday they're going to know all the stories that i tell and my background and all that but still there's a part that belongs to god and to me that one that last line got me that last line got me there's a part that belongs to God and me. And that's so true. God, universe, spirit, however you want to say it or name it or whatever. 
but it's so true. Just moving in silence and keeping what's super important to you and what you cherish um, sacred is just really, really important and to me and, and healthy for me. And that's what works for me. Um, I know other people do things differently and that's fine. And I, and I think that maybe works for them, but for me, as for me and myself and I, I know it works for, for all three of my personalities. (laughs) So that's all I got for y'all on my, on my latest episode of 30 Paws. Um, the support is out of this world. Um, I have so much more in store. I don't want to share because it's still in the works. Um, and I still got to do a lot of figuring out and it takes a lot of work. So just the support and, and the patience in between episodes I get from, from y'all is, is, um, insurmountable. I mean, I, I, really don't have words other than thank you. I know thank you is to me, thank you is not enough, but thank you for just supporting. Love y'all. Hold on to your nipples. Life's a ride. Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be all right now. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Later. Bye.